Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Man Remember by Ram Goldhai and today Masekha Sota Dathlamidhe, the seventh parak Ilnamarin. The Zikhu Masekha Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hazakasatoya. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, among the reports of the Miraguin, they said, Eretz Ochelis Yoshvei, it's a land which consumes its inhabitants. Ravid Darshan, that Akush Baruch Hu said, Ani Choshavti Gotova Hem Chajulara, I intended it for good, and they interpreted it for bad. Akush Baruch Hu arranged that wherever the spies went, an important Kanani died, some say that Eov died, and the people were preoccupied with the burial and did not inquire after the spies. The spies interpreted it as an indication that it's a land which consumes its inhabitants. They also said, and we were like grasshoppers in our eyes, and so were we in the giant's eyes. When Mashashi has said, this demonstrates the spies were liars. For although they may have seen themselves as grasshoppers, how could they know that the giants viewed them as grasshoppers? The Gemara rejects this proof and explains that when they saw the giants coming, they climbed up the cedar trees and overheard the giants saying, We see men like grasshoppers in the trees. The people accepted the spies' report for the Pusik states, and all the congregation raised and gave their voices, and the people wept on that night. Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, the day on which the spies returned was Erev Tishabav. Akash Baruch Hu said, They wept a weeping without cause, and I will establish for them a weeping for generations. Pointing to the Gemara relates that when Kaiso finished crossing the Yardin, the Kohanim bearing the Aron, who had been standing in the eastern side of the river, stepped back onto that east bank across from Kaiso. Nasa Arnas Nosa Va'avar. The Arn then carried its bearers and crossed. Uzu was punished regarding this concept when he reached out to take hold of the Arn when it shook during its transport to Yushalayim. Hashem said, Uza, Nosav, Nasa, Asma, Okoshikain, Uza. The Arn carried its bearers, how much more so itself. Hashem struck him and he died there. Still, the Gemara tells that he came to Olam Haba because he's described as dying Im Arn El-Hakim, with the Arn of Hashem indicating endurance. The Gemara adds that David erred in transporting the Arn on a drawn wagon instead of being carried by men, and this is a punishment calling the Torah songs, as it says, Zmirus Hayuli Chukach, like, your laws were as songs to me. Akash said to him, Words of Torah, about which it's written, Close your eyes to it, and it is gone. You call them songs? I will cause you to stumble on something even school children know. Rush explains that if one allows his Torah learning to lapse, meaning by closing his eyes, what one has learned will be lost at once. And point number three, the Gemara tells that there were three sets of stones in total. In addition to the two sets of Yeshua described earlier, Moshe Rabbeinu erected stones and inscribed the Torah thereon. Tanaim dispute the sequence of inscribing the Torah onto the stone at Har Ebal. Rabbi Yudah says, Al-Gabi Avanim Kasvua. They inscribed it directly on the stones, as it says, V'kasavta al-Avanim es kol divrei ha-Torah zos. And you shall inscribe on the stones all the words of this Torah. The Marshal explains that the Pasuk implies the writing be done directly on the stones. V'achukach sadu osam besid. And afterwards they coated them with plaster on top of the writing. Rabbi Shimon asked with Varecha, Hey, Chalamdu Umos Shaosu Azman Torah. According to your words, how did the nations at that time learn Torah? It was written in 70 languages so the nations could understand it, but it was covered with plaster. Rabbi Yudha responded that Kajbar who granted them extra insight and they sent scribes who peeled off the plaster and brought back copies of the writing. He added, And about this matter, their decree was sealed to condemn them to the pit of destruction, meaning Gehenna. Because they should have learned the Torah that was accessible to them, yet they did not learn. Rabbi Shimon himself said, They inscribed it on top of the plaster, not under it. So once again, the three points are, number one, among the reports of the spies, they said, It's a land which consumes its inhabitants. Rabbi Darshan, that Akash Baruch Hu said, I intended it for good, and they interpreted it for bad. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranged that wherever the spies went, an important Kanani died, some say that Eov died, and the people were preoccupied with the burial and did not inquire after the spies. The spies interpreted it as an indication that it's a land which consumes its inhabitants. They also said, And we were like grasshoppers in our eyes, and so were we in the giant's eyes. When Mosharshia said, this demonstrates the spies were liars. For although they may have seen themselves as grasshoppers, how could they know that the giants viewed them as grasshoppers? The Gemara rejects this proof and explains that when they saw the giants coming, they climbed up the cedar trees and overheard the giants saying, We see men like grasshoppers in the trees. The people accepted the spies' report for the Pusik states, and all the congregation raised and gave their voices, and the people wept on that night. Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, the day on which the spies returned was Erev Tishabav. Akash Baruch Hu said, They wept a weeping without cause, and I will establish for them a weeping for generations. Point of the Gemara relates that when Kaisal finished crossing the Yardin, the Kohanim bearing the Aron, who had been standing in the eastern side of the river, stepped back onto that east bank across from Kaisal. Nasa Arnas Nosa Va'avar. The Arn then carried its bearers and crossed. Uzu was punished regarding this concept when he reached out to take hold of the Arn when it shook during its transport to Yushalayim. Hashem said, Uzzah, Nosav, Nasa, Asma, Okoshikain, Uzzah, the arm carried its bearers, how much more so itself? Hashem struck him and he died there. Still, the Gemara tells that he came to Olam Haba because he's described as dying im Arn el-Hakim, with the Arn of Hashem indicating endurance. The Gemara adds that David erred in transporting the Arn on a drawn wagon instead of being carried by men, and this is a punishment calling the Torah songs, as it says, Zmirus hayuli chukecha, your laws were as songs to me. Akashbarku said to him, Divrei Torah Shakasben Hasaif Enecho Boba Enenu, words of Torah, about which it's written, close your eyes to it, and it is gone. Atakor Osan Zmiros, you call them songs? I will cause you to stumble on something even school children know. Rush explains that if one allows his Torah learning to lapse, meaning by closing his eyes, what one has learned will be lost at once. And point number three, the Gemara tells that there were three sets of stones in total. In addition to the two sets of Yeshua described earlier, Moshe Rabbeinu erected stones and inscribed the Torah thereon. Tanan dispute the sequence of inscribing the Torah onto the stone at Har Ebal. Rav Yudah says, Al-Gabi Avanim Kasvua. They inscribed it directly on the stones, as it says, V'kasavta Al-Avanim as called Yivrei HaTorah Zos. And you shall inscribe on the stones all the words of this Torah. The Marshal explains that the Pasuk implies the writing be done directly on the stones. V'achukach Sadu Osam Besid. And afterwards, they coated them with plaster on top of the writing. According to your words, how did the nations at that time learn Torah? It was written in 70 languages so the nations could understand it, but it was covered with plaster. Rabbi responded that Kajbarku granted them extra insight, and they sent scribes who peeled off the plaster and brought back copies of the writing. He added, And about this matter, their decree was sealed to condemn them to the pit of destruction, meaning Gehenna. Because they should have learned the Torah that was accessible to them, yet they did not learn. Rabbi Shimon himself said, They inscribed it on top of the plaster, not under it. All right, so now we get our Simmer Dafalamid Hey, and our standard Simon is a children's choir singing, La, la, la. So here goes. The children's choir dressed in cute little red grasshopper costumes and singing a dirge for kids pretending to die. Almost got knocked over by the choir master flying by holding onto a golden box above a large stone inscribed with 70 languages. Once again, slow motion. The children's choir, children's choir, that must be more duff, lamed hay. A children's choir singing la, la, la. 
So the children's choir dress in cute little red grasshopper costumes and singing a dirge for kids, pretending to die, which reminds us, the Meragmi said, It's a land which consumes its inhabitants because they saw important people of the Kanani die. And Akush Baruch had intended that the spies would not be noticed because the people were preoccupied with the burials. They also said that they were grasshoppers in the eyes of the giants. The people accepted the report and cried that night, which was Tishabav. Akush Baruch Hu said, Hem bachu they wept a weeping without cause, and I'll establish for them a weeping for generations. So the children's choir dressed in cute little red grasshopper costumes and singing a dirge for kids pretending to die. Almost got knocked over by the choir master flying by, holding on to a golden box, which reminds us. The Gemara relates that when Kaleisel finished crossing the yard in, the Kohanim bearing the arn who had been standing in the eastern side of the river stepped back onto that east bank across from Kaleisel. Now the arn is no of the The arn then carried his bears and crossed. Uzo was punished regarding this concept when he reached out to take hold of the arn when it shook during his transport to Yerushalayim. So the children's choir dressed in cute little red grasshopper costumes and singing a dirge for kids pretending to die. Almost got knocked over by the choir master flying by, holding on to a golden box above a large stone inscribed with 70 languages, which reminds the more brings them out is how the Torah is inscribed on the stones. So once again, the children's choir dressed in cute little red grasshopper costumes and singing a dirge for kids pretending to die. Almost got knocked over by the choir master flying by, holding on to a golden box above a large stone inscribed with 70 languages. All right, so now it's time for four blah blah chazar. So the simon daflamidov relates to the law and we use a judge for the simon. So here goes. The judge, judge, that must be more daflamidov, the law. The judge who banged his red heart-shaped gavel and declared that serving Hashem from love is greater than serving from fear, which reminds us Rabbi Shimon Lazar said, Greater is the one who acts out of love of Hashem, the one who acts out of fear of Hashem. For the merit of he who acts out of fear lasts for a thousand generations, and the merit of the one who acts out of love lasts for two thousand generations. So the judge who banged his red harp-shaped gavel and declared that serving Hashem from love is greater than serving from fear, proceed to listen to one witness say, I saw the woman become defiled, which reminds us. The first mission in the sixth parak teaches that although there's some focus regarding how many adim are required to establish seclusion, Tuma is different. Amr eid echad shenitmes. If one aide said, I saw her become defiled, she would not drink because he's believed and she loses her ksuba as well. So the judge who banged his red harp-shaped gavel and declared that serving Hashem from love is greater than serving from fear, proceeded to listen to one witness say, I saw the woman become defiled, followed immediately by a conflicting witness who said, she was not, which reminds us. The mission says that if one aide says she was defiled and one says she was not, the sota drinks, meaning remains a suffix. The Gemara asks, having proven that a single aide is believed that she had relations, how can a single aide contradict that testimony? But wherever the Torah believed a single aide, it has the equivalence of two aiding that are normally required. Therefore, the words of this one aide are not considered next to those of the two, meaning the single believed witness. So her tumor should be established. Rebuchi explained, Kambabazachas, the mission is a case where the Aiden testified at the same time before the first one's Aidas was accepted. And Kambabazachazeb, but Ula's statement is a case where the witnesses testified one after the other, so the first witness's testimony was accepted and attained the force of two Aidim. Daf Lamed Beis. So the similar Daf Lamed Beis is a lab. So here goes. The two red labs. Labs? That must move on Daf Lamed Beis. The two red labs set up on two mountains facing each other, which reminds us the more brings the description of the brachas and clothes on Har Grizim and Har Yibal. 
So the two red labs set up on the top of two mountains, facing each other, try to detect if the person speaking softly down in the valley below was expressing his own praise or disgrace. Which reminds us, Rabbi Shimon Yochai said, Adam Omer A person should say his praise in a low voice, and his disgrace in a loud voice. The Gemara amends the statement to read that one should say his troubles in a loud voice, so the public will beseech Shemayim for mercy for him. So the two red labs set up on top of Two mountains facing each other. Try to detect if the person speaking softly down in the valley below was expressing his own praise or disgrace, and picked up instead that he was reciting the Shema in Swahili, a language he could understand. Which reminds us, we have Malchok's Rebbe in the Chumim whether Shema must be recited in Lashon Hakodesh or can be said in any language. Daf Lamed Gimel. So the similar Daf Lamed Gimel is a pegleg pirate. So here goes the pegleg pirate. Pegleg pirate. That must be more in Daf Lamed Gimel. The peg-like pirate on the red pirate ship, mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help, which reminds us, the mission taught that teal can be said in any language. The Gemara explains, Rakamehi, it's a request for Shem's mercy, therefore, call Hekid the boy Matzli, however he wants, he can pray. Rashi adds that in the language he understands, he'll better focus. The Gemara asks that Rav Yudah said, A person should never ask for his needs in Aramaic because Rav Yochanan said that Malachim do not attend to his tefillah in Aramaic because they don't know it. The Gemara answers, This advice against dubbing in Aramaic is for a single person praying alone whose prayer requires the help of Malachim. So the peg-like pirate on the red pirate ship mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help because the ship got lost at sea trying to follow the confusing directions to two distant mountains, which reminds us the Gemara brings some unhooks about the location of Hagrizim and Har-Eval. So the peg-leg pirate on the red pirate ship mistakenly praying in Aramaic for help because the ship got lost at sea trying to follow the confusing directions to two distant mountains, thought he was seeing a mirage in the distance of a golden box being carried on dry land across a river, which reminds us of Bryce who describes how Claw Israel crossed the Yardin. Every day the Arun traveled behind two groups, but today it traveled first. Every day Levine carried the Arun, but today Kohanim carried it. Daflamadal, so the symbol Daflamadalad is a ladder. So here goes. The foreign king sitting on top of extremely tall red ladders. Ladders? That must be more of Lamadalad. The foreign king sitting on top of extremely tall red ladders, who felt the hearts melt when they saw the waters of a river off in the distance pile high to the sky, which reminds us there's some alchokas on how the waters piled up when Bnei Israel crossed the Yardin. Rabbi Lezab or Rabbi Shimon said the waters piled up higher, crests above crests, until all the kings of the east and west saw them. The Pusik describes the reaction that their hearts melted and they no longer had any spirit in them because of Bnei Israel. So the foreign king sitting on top of extremely tall red ladders, who felt the hearts melt when they saw the waters of a river off in the distance pile high to the sky. For a people carrying huge stones and massive grape clusters, which reminds us the more discussed the stones that were raised from the yardane and the enormous size of the fruit brought by the Miraglim. So the foreign king sitting on top of extremely tall red ladders, who felt the hearts melt when they saw the waters of a river off in the distance pile high to the sky, for a people carrying huge stones and massive grape clusters, didn't notice the spy sneak by who began to dove in, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that Kalv separated from the plot of the spies and went and prostrated himself on the graves of the Avos. He said to them, My fathers asked for mercy for me that I should be saved from the spies' plot. Regarding Yehoshua, Moshe already asked for mercy for him, for it says, And he called Yehoshua, meaning to say, Hashem should save you from the plot of the spies. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff do you want to have the brachas and calls were recited in Har Grizim and Har Yibal? That's on Daf. Lamed Beis. Good. Number two. 
Which stuff do you want about the carrying of the stones from the Yarden and the massive fruit carried by the Maraglim? That's on Dav. Lamadad. Good number three. Which stuff do you want? Why the Maraglim said Eretz Ochel is Yoshveohi? It's a land which consumes its inhabitants. That's on Dav. Lamad Hey. Good number four. Which stuff do you want that even the infants recite the Shira at Yamsuf? That's on Dav. Lamed. Good number five. Which stuff do you want the Kalev Davin at the Kevra of the Avos to be saved from the Maraglim's plot? That's on Dav. Lamed Dalad. Good number six. Which stuff do you want that the Arn carried those that carried it across the yard? And that's on Dav. Lamed Hey. Good number seven. Which stuff do you want the about the locations to Har Grizim and Har Ibal? That's on Dav. Lamad Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff do you Rebbe and the Chachamim, whether Shema must be recited in Lashon the Kodesh or can be said in any language? That's on Dav. Lamad Beis. Good number nine. Which stuff do you How the Torah was inscribed in 70 languages on the stones? That's on Dav. Lamad Hey. Good number ten. Which stuff do a person should say his own praises in a low voice and his troubles in a loud voice? That's on Dav. Lamed Bays. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.